0: You have to say it like you mean it This is God's word word, Not Pastor Eben's word word. I am who it says I am I can do what it says I can do I can can be who it says I can be be And I will have what it says I can have have have. Today Today, I will hear the word of God I I boldly declare That my mind is alert my heart is receptive. My, heart is receptive. My, ears are open, My ears are open. And I better not go to sleep. Go to sleep. I'll, never I'll never be the same. In Jesus' name. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Now, Father, we thank you for this time that we have to fellowship around your word. It is the spirit that quicken it. And the flesh profit nothing. We pray that the spirit of God will breathe afresh. On your word and on our, on our hearts, so that we can receive the incorruptible word which is able to save, deliver, deliver and set free our very souls. And I thank you for this, this church and the visitors that are here this morning. That when we leave today, no one will leave spiritually unfed. We open up our hearts for revelation. And I decrease so that your anointing may increase in Jesus name. Amen. 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 You may be seated this morning. We're closing our series of lessons entitled the life of a giver. Say "The the life of a giver. It is obvious that Word of Truth Family Church understands the importance of giving their tithes and offerings to the Lord as well as knowing how and when to give sacrificially. This has been displayed through the increase of our tithes and from last Sunday when we were able to raise all of our money for our land. Give yourselves a hand clap this morning. Our tithes have gone up And I'm believing for our offerings to go up because they're just as important. And I believe that God is going to position us to be able to pay cash for stuff. I was in a meeting this past week and boy, if everything works out, all of y'all going to run. Even if you are a conservative Catholic, you're going to run. I was meeting with some people and the finance guy was there and one of the things he said, which was awesome, they were just in awestruck of how we have run the church. Amen. For a church to raise money that they needed in one day to buy some land is incredible. Amen. Somebody say amen. 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 Now, our, new, our lesson today is probably something that is always said or expected, but very few people have been properly taught on it And that is how to receive a harvest from the seed you have sown. I have a problem and and I've gotten so much revelation from what I'm studying. I don't know if I'm going to finish. But I want to finish because if there was just as many messages on how to reap from what I've sown, many of us would have more money than what we have. The, the emphasis in most churches is give, 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 give. Well, now my emphasis is not on giving because you've already done that. Right. My emphasis is now on how to reap from your harvest. And guess what? I've, I've heard very few messages on how to reap from a seed that you've sown. So our lesson title today is Harvest Time. Say Harvest Time. Harvest time. Or if you want to use a subtopic, it can be how to reap from a seed that you have sown. And the goal of today's lesson is to teach you how to stay in position to harvest, what to do until your harvest comes, recognize the harvest when you see it, reap it when it's time, and finally, how to consistently have future harvest. I'm going to say that again. The goal of today's lesson is to teach you how to stay in position for harvest, what to do until your harvest comes, recognize your harvest when you see it, reap it when it's time, and then finally, how to have a consistent future of harvest. See, I don't want to just be blessed one time. I want to be blessed all the time. Amen? Amen? So, there are five major points that I probably won't cover today, but I'm going to give you the points just in case I don't. Here's the point number one. And these are five major points on how to harvest your increase from seeds you have sown. Number one is expect. Everybody say expect. Number two is examine. Everybody say examine. Number three is experience. Everybody say experience. And then number four is exhort. Everybody say exhort. And then finally, number five is exercise. Say exercise. Now I know though, they may not mean nothing. Much to you right now, but when I get through explaining, you're going to understand each one of those points. Now, we're going to focus today on just expecting. So that's our point. Now, what does it mean to expect? This is an understanding that you have a justifiable right to expect the harvest after you have sown a seed. I'm going to say that again. Expect means that you have an understanding that you have a right, a justifiable right to have a harvest after you have sown a seed. And most people have been taught wrong. You know what we've been taught? Oh, don't, don't. If you give it, you just need to give it. Not You, should, you, you shouldn't re- expect nothing in return. That's wrong. Now. The motive needs to be right. But the principle is not wrong. Because if the principle was wrong, we need to just go out and shoot every farmer that we have in the U.S. They planted a seed in order to what? Reap a harvest. And guess what? We got God. We got him. Let me tell you why we got him. Because he told us that he would bless us after we gave. So he shouldn't have said it. He shouldn't have said it. He shouldn't have said it. And so I'm going to show you, show you through expectation. And that's the first one. So let me give you the definition of what expect means. It means to look forward to, to anticipate. Watch this now. It also means to look forward to a future event. I'll say it again. It means to look forward to, to anticipate, and to look forward to a future event. Now turn to Genesis chapter 8. I've been preach. Listen, I didn't go to bed till 5 o'clock this morning. So if I look tired, just forgive me. But I tell you what, I got so much. I'm, I'm like, man, I, I wanted to go wake my wife up. <laughs> Genesis chapter 8. Here's the point I want to make. We have the right, the justifiable right, to expect a harvest after sowing a seed. Genesis chapter 8, verse 22. While the earth remains, now let me ask you a question is the earth still here? We're not on Mars, are we? Okay, so we're on earth, so we qualify. As long as the earth remains, What's the next word? Seed time. time. Now, unfortunately, that's the only word most preachers focus on. But we've already done that. That's not my focus. My focus is the next one. What does it say? And harvest. So you can't have a seed time without having a harvest. And my goal this morning is to raise your expectation of having a harvest in your life from seed you have sown. Yes. And I'm going to set some of y'all free because some of y'all came out of some churches and they didn't do right with the money. Let me tell you something. If you gave it as unto the Lord, that's still seed in the ground for you. Woo. See, some of y'all should have been clapping like y'all was on. <laughs> Amen. Now, the word harvester, it says, let me finish reading. It says, while the earth remains, seed time and harvest, cold and winter, or cold and heat, summer and winter, and day and night shall not what? Cease. Cease. So as long as the earth is here, there's going to be a season of seed time and harvest. All right. Are y'all with me so far? Now, the word harvest, if you want to look it up, the definition means a crop a time and the reaper. Say the reaper. Now go over to Genesis chapter 26. I'm going to try to stay over in the Old Testament uh, for the majority of this and then we'll move on to the other parts. Genesis chapter 26. Here's the point I want to make. Planting or giving gives every sower the justifiable right to expect to reap. In other words, when you sow a seed, after you have sown the seed, you have the justifiable right to expect a harvest from what you sow, and that's what most believers go wrong. They give it and say, "Well, it's gone. It's not gone, but it's gone if you believe it's gone." So watch this now, Genesis twenty-six. Watch Watch this, verse twenty. Uh, let's look at verse one. And there was a famine in the land. Besides the first famine that was in the days of abraham and isaac went out unto Abimelech the king and in verse two the lord appeared unto him and said do do not go down into egypt dwell there or in the land which i will show you sojourn in this land and i will be with you and unto your seed well I, i skipped one it says i will be with you and i will bless you so you all you need to be to be blessed, all you need to be is where God wants you. That's good. That's good. So if God hasn't told you to leave that company, I don't care how much they're laying off, you need to stay there if that's what God told you to go. Because you may end up being your boss's, boss's position. Right. Right. But if you jump ship because you're fearful, you won't re- reap the rewards. So it says here that he sold in a time of famine. Look in verse 12. Then Isaac, he sold in that land. That land of famine, which we did last Sunday. Can you agree that our country is in a land of famine right now? It says, then Isaac sold in that land. Watch this now. And he received when? In the same year, a hundredfold. And I'm trying to get you to raise your expectation to receive a hundredfold. Not next year. Not five years from now, this year. Because watch this now. What God does in principle for one, he has to do for another. As long as you exercise the same faith that 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 person exercised, you have the justifiable right to believe God for it. And so he blessed Isaac when he sold in the land of famine. He blessed him with a hundredfold. Well, if he'll do it for Isaac, he'll do it for us. Amen. Now, let me just... I'm throwing this in for free right here. I'm throwing this in for free. This is free. Verse 13. Watch what happened after Isaac sold. It says, And the man waxed great. Watch this now. He went forward or made progress and he grew until he became very great. Then they went, real, got real specific and said... He had possession of flocks and possession of herds and great store of servants and Philistines and the Philistines envied him. So watch this now. You have the justifiable right to expect God to bless you even in the time of famine to the degree that it's a hundredfold. And, and he, got blessed with, he, blessed, he got blessed with stuff. Did y'all hear the stuff? Now I know some of y'all don't want no sheep and herds and all that. But but I know you want some stocks and some and some, some bonuses, and I've already started receiving uh, testimonies from. Remember, I, I I birthed that word. What I I'm well, gonna see if y'all remember. What what word did I tell y'all was gonna happen? Big clumps of money. We already hearing bumper crops coming in big time. Amen. So we see here that Isaac grew great. And I believe it was partly because he gave during a time that it was bad. Can you say amen to that? Go to Genesis 47. Genesis 47. Here's my point. Increase should be expected after seed has been sown. Increase should be expected after seed has been sown. See, most of y'all, Y'all do y'all George Jefferson walk after you get the money. I do mine after I sow the seed. Because I know that seed that I sow is going to move me on up. Yeah. Baby, moving on, up moving on up. Am I too old? Y'all know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Watch this now. I'm showing my age now. Genesis 47, look at verse 20. Watch this now. Here's my point. Increase should be expected after seed has been sown. And as some of you all may know this, but I have to plow because some of you all have come out of some traditions that just said you you, you shouldn't expect from God. Just just you're supposed to give because you love God. Well, I do give because I love God. But but he told me I can expect something. Amen. All right. where did I tell you to go? 47. Look at verse 20. All right, watch this now. This is good. And Joseph bought all the land of Egypt for Pharaoh. For the Egyptians sold every man his field, because the famine prevailed over them, so that the land became Pharaoh's. And as for the people, he removed them them from the cities, one end to the other of Egypt. Verse 22. Only the land of the priests he did not buy. For the priests had no portion or had a portion assigned to them by Pharaoh and did eat the portion which Pharaoh gave them. Look in verse 23. Then Joseph said unto the people, Behold, I have bought you this day this land for Pharaoh. Lo, watch this now. Here is a seed for you to sow. And you shall sow the land. And it shall come to pass in the increase that you will give a part. In other words, Joseph was saying, we bought the land, but I'm giving you some seed. And from that seed, it says here in that verse, it's going to increase. Did y'all see that? Let me read it again in verse 24. And it shall come to pass in the increase. So every seed sown should produce increase for your life. And I'm not talking about a loan. Because some of y'all been loaning God money. And that's good when it comes to the poor. You know, the script says, uh, when you, you lend it to the poor, or you give unto to the poor, you lend it to the Lord. And that which he hath, shall be repaid. But I'm talking about sowing a seed with an expectation that God's got to do something now. And I'm waiting on you to do it. And people say, you can't make God do nothing. I ain't making God do nothing. My seed is. He said over in Genesis, as long as this earth is here, there's going to be seed time and a harvest. All I'm saying is, God, I'm waiting on you to bring that harvest in because you said you would. Now, I know some of y'all have a problem with that because I see it on your face. I said, touch your neighbor and say, neighbor. neighbor. You're too tight right now. Neighbor. Now touch your other neighbor and say, neighbor. neighbor. Don't get too tight. Neighbor. You might fall out in that seat. Neighbor. No. I didn't, I, I didn't want you to say it. Some of y'all look like y'all want to do that though. Go to Proverbs chapter 3. Go to Proverbs chapter 3. Proverbs chapter 3. I, 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 I got to break ground on this because I, just like I taught y'all on giving, I got to teach you now how to get it. I, I'm no good if I'm just telling you to give, 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 give. I want to show you how to get it because, because it's a justifiable right for you to get it after you've given it. And, and the first step is you got to expect to get it. I'm telling you, you need to, from this day on, you need to start looking. Check your account every day. Okay. Okay. Go to your boss's office. Did I get a bonus today? No, I'm serious. Y'all think I'm playing. I'm serious. You have a justifiable right to expect a harvest because God said it. And listen, if God lied about that, we all in trouble. Because if God lied about you getting a harvest from a seed you sown, we all in trouble because we're going to go to hell then. I mean, how can we trust him to go to heaven if we can't trust him to get a harvest from a seed that he said we were sown? So just like you expecting God when you die to go to heaven, the same expectation you need to attach to your seed when you give it. Are y'all getting what I'm saying? Okay. Proverbs chapter 3, y'all know this scripture by heart. Here's my point I want to make. Overflow, say overflow. Overflow Overflow should be the expectation after sowing a seed. Overflow, say overflow. Overflow. Say it again. Say it again. Say it again. That needs to be part of your thinking. Overflow should be the expectation after sowing a seed. Let me show you why. Proverbs 3, you may not have looked at this scripture like that. Look in verse 9. He says, honor the Lord with your substance. Now, the the NIV version says, with your wealth. Honor God with your giving is what he's saying. Then he says, and with the first fruits of all of your increase. So he's not just talking about tithing there. He's talking about offering too because he says, honor the Lord with your substance. But then watch the promise. Oh, I love this so much. I love this. Then he says, so shall your barns be filled with plenty and your presence shall burst out. That sounds like overflow to me. I don't know about y'all. I feel like busting loose, busting loose. Y'all remember that song? Busting loose in the evening time. Half of y'all look like y'all don't know what I'm talking about. Who sung that song? Jane Brown. What's that? Who's that? Who? Y'all don't know what y'all are talking about. He says, so shall your barns be filled with plenty and your presses shall burst out with new wine. That's overflow. So when you give to God, your expectation should not be, I just lost something. Your expectation should be, I just gained something. And I'm going to pump you up just like they would, you know, <laughs> I know this is, this, this is rated R. Touch your neighbor. Say, neighbor, yeah. this is rated R right here. <laughs> you know, when I was growing up, you know, my, my grandmother lived in the country. In fact, it was so country they couldn't even pronounce the city name right. It was spelled M-E-X-I-A, but they pronounced it Mahea. I don't, I don't know how you get Mahea out of an X. I don't know how you do that. I would have pronounced it Mexia, Mexia. You know what I'm saying? But she grew up in, you know, she she was in the country. My mama was raised in the country. My daddy was raised in the country. And, and 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 being in the country, don't ever find yourself constipated. <laughs> oh, wasn't no x lax back then. Oh no. <laughs> they had this like red tube. It looked like a balloon. And then it had a long rubber string with a tip on the end of that thing. Some of y'all don't know what I'm talking about, do you? I'm going to help you if you don't know. And so if you were constipated, they would take the tip of that thing and increase you with it. Okay? Okay. And then they would put some solution in there. It just wasn't water. I don't know what I don't know what all they put in there. But they would just squeeze that thing. And then tell you to hold it. <laughs> how long I gotta do it, how long I gotta do it, how long I gotta do it. <laughs> but then guess what happened? Overflow came. <laughs> overflow came, I'm telling you overflow should be expected after a seed is sown and I'm trying to enema y'all because some of y'all it's, it's all up in you it's, 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 you messed up I'm trying to help you Luke 6.38 says this. I'm going to show you another overflow verse. Luke 6.38 says. You know what it says. Give. And then what happens? It shall be given unto you. But it didn't stop right there. What did it say? Good measure. Press down. shaken together and overflow. Running over. That's overflow. I'm trying to get you to get a mindset. That when you give. It don't leave your life. It creates overflow for your life. And I'm not just talking about from this past Sunday. I'm talking about any time you give. You're not losing. When God tells you to give, you're not losing. Are y'all with me? Hot diggity dog, I'm out of time. Mm. Can I just give you one more point? Okay. Turn to Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1. Hebrews 11. Now, this one right here, I tell you what, I, I, I really want to run right now. I, I want to run because this point right here, oh my gosh, Ooh, Lord Jesus, help me, help me just communicate what's in my spirit right now. Hebrews 11, verse 1. Now, I looked up the word expect in the dictionary. I looked it up. And you know what it said? To expect. <laughs> but did you know what else it said? It said to hope. When you go home, get your dictionary out, dictionary.com, that's where I went. And it says that expect means to hope. Those words are synonymous. Watch Hebrews 11 verse 1. He says, now faith is the substance or the beginning of things that you expect. Guess what? My faith can't work until I got some hope or expectation starting first. And that's all I'm trying to do this morning is just create some expectation in you. Because when you raise your expectation, your faith is going to go up. And so watch this now. Overflow should be the expectation after sowing a seed. Here's a take-home statement that I want you to write down. Expectation sets the stage to manifestation. I'll say it again. Expectation sets the stage for manifestation. Can I give you one more scripture? Who ready to go? Raise your hand. We got one ready to go. (laughs) Security, security. No, I'm just, I'm just messing with you. I'm just messing with (laughs) you. I'm just messing with you. Okay, go to Genesis 15. Go back to Genesis. When they raised their hand, the other person (laughs) took their hand and (laughs) knocked it down. What you doing? What you doing? Did you hear him right? Genesis 15. Now watch this. Now, I'm gonna close with this point. I'm gonna close. I promise. This is not where I was supposed to close, but I'm going to close on this point. You know, every preacher gets at least one close. (laughs) Now, see, I still have three minutes and 46 seconds on my clock, and I give myself 30 minutes to preach. So I really haven't preached 30 minutes yet. Amen. So here's the point I want you to write down. Now, this this is one that you all need to walk out of here knowing today. Expect the enemy to fight or distract you, to discourage you from sticking with the word and the seed you sow. I'm going to say it again. Expect it. If it don't happen, fine. See, if I know karate, I'm ready for you. But if I don't know, I better have a gun. In other words, it's better to be prepared and it not happen than for it to happen and not be prepared. So I'm not saying this is going to happen. I'm saying expect the enemy to fight or distract you or discourage you from sticking with the word and the seed you sown. Watch this. Genesis chapter 15, we uh, verse 8. Watch this now. Genesis 15:8. really I don't want that one well yeah yeah let me just let me just show you this watch this verse 8 and this is God talking to Abraham he says well look look at verse 6 and he believed the Lord and it was counted unto him for righteousness and he said unto the Lord I am he says I am the Lord who brought you out of Ur of Chaldees I brought you out of the hood to give you this land (laughs) come on stop 6 wherever you lived Hutchins (laughs) Lancaster (laughs) wherever you are he says I'm taking you out of there to give you this land to inherit it and then watch what what Abraham said he said Lord God how will I know I will inherit this and then the next verse verse God tells Abraham to give him an offering we went over that he says take me a heifer of three years old we went over that but I want you to see something. Now, Abraham now has just obeyed God by giving an offering. And then in verse 11, verse 10, he took them uh, upon him, all these things. and He divided them in the midst. He laid each piece one, one against another. And the, the, the birds, because he was sacrificing birds, because if you look at it, he, he, he asked him for a turtle dove and a young pigeon. They were so little, Abraham didn't cut them in half. But look in verse 11. And when the fowls came down upon the carcasses, Abraham drove them away. Let me tell you a secret: the enemy will always try with. Let me just give them to you. He'll try with discouragement, depression, difficulties, delays, debt or financial strain, disagreements between you and your wife, or just defense or just being offended. He'll try all those mechanisms to try to get you for sticking with the word. And if you'll notice here, the Bible says Abraham drove him away. In other words, after he sold his offering to God, he didn't let the devil come and sit on his offering. He said, oh, no, 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 no. Oh, oh they laying off. Oh, no, no. That won't come Not my dwelling. He, he waved off the carcasses and that's what you got to do. When something comes unexpectedly, you, you, your seed is already in the ground. It's already in the ground. Say, devil, it's too late. You should have killed me before I sowed the seed. This need is met in Jesus' name. Take that bill and put it in the pile with the rest of them. It's paid in Jesus' name. And don't be writing no bad checks now. It's no, just, just paid in Jesus' name. In other words, I want you to see it. I'm gonna, elaborate let me ask you a question you know we're family church right because I, I really want to labor for the rest of this series i want to finish all my ease i gave you <laughs> well and i'm gonna tell you why because to hear one message on harvesting and four on giving is imbalanced to me because right. I, I, some of y'all need some faith pumped into you so I'm going to close with this. Come on, Mr. Musician. Are you up there? All right. You, you can uh, play while I'm reading this so it'll sound good on the CD. <laughs> you know, I was on TV yesterday. Yeah, I was on TV yesterday. I was on this channel called uh, Access 34. Yeah, y'all ain't never heard. I ain't heard of it either, but, <laughs> but I was on it yesterday. Here's, the first, here's one of the first reports we got. This is this week. Hello, all. First, giving much praise to God and all His glory. I need my reading glasses. We are, we are, we are already receiving. Yes, will you do that? Because I can't. I need my reading glasses. I didn't bring them.
1: You know, Pastor B forty four.
0: So I I can't. see. You know, I'm claiming healing, but (laughs) my healing is coming in the form of contacts.
1: I'll be your eyes.
0: You know, they got bifocal contacts these days. Go ahead and read.
1: I'll be your eyes, Eben. I'll be your eyes.
0: See my <laughs> eyes, baby. Woo, don't sort nothing over here. Won't be nothing. Where you don't I, won't, I
1: won't be 44 wearing any glasses. I'm believing I'm going to live to 100 and go not ahead wearing and
0: read. any. Go
1: You have to say it like we're in the church. Read. All right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Some of y'all know what I'm talking about right
1: now. Read. <laughs> <laughs> we all uh, no, first I'm, giving much. Okay. No, I don't do it. that. to read it go properly? Ahead. Okay. Yeah, read First, giving much praise to God and all his glory. We are already receiving some of that lump sum of money Pastor was talking about. I am receiving a bonus of 10 times what we gave for Giving Sunday. That was one of the things I wrote down. Also, my wife and I have been talking about going on a trip. And just this week, I learned that someone will pay for us to go on a seven day cruise in September.
0: Harvest time.
1: Thanks for your time and gift to teach the word in layman's terms and being true. We do not mind driving one hour to get to church every Sunday because we know we will get an
0: uncompromising and easy to understand word of God. Now let me throw this in. What she's about to read now is what a lot of people did in church. He did something different. Check it out.
1: P.S. To be honest, I have always given tithes and offerings. But this is the first time I tested, expected, and had the faith for Ooh. God to bless me, according to Malachi three, ten, twelve.
0: What? <laughs> My God! Today, I'm tired now.
1: <laughs> One question before I leave: I give online tithes and offering, but sometimes I hate going to church and not putting anything in the offering bucket. Is this because my old church, most Baptist churches, have you go around and put your offerings in? Or is it something more
0: spiritual? Now, do you remember going around the table? They didn't want to see what you had on. They just wanted to make sure you put something in the offering. But see, I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with that. Because Jesus, they had to do something like that because the widow woman who had the two mites. They were passing it, so it's nothing wrong with it, but it's wrong when now the motive is to to get you out of your seat. So you give something, but see, passing a bucket, we don't know whether you give or not. So I want to answer the question by saying, God knows your heart. You know you gave, and that's all that matters. Amen? Amen. Did y'all get anything out of this morning's message? Will y'all let me continue my ease? <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Amen, amen, amen. Well, with every head bowed and every eye closed, you may be here this morning. And you've never